our training is very very important every night you wake up to pray what you are doing is that you are sharpening your spiritual senses you are preparing yourself to hear God more training yourself to easily relate with the spirit you are ready to the degree or you are prepared to the degree that you can hear God and obey him <laughs> so if you can't hear God and obey him there's still much more so the training is daily as you wake up every day doing spiritual things you are heightening the sensitivity of your spirit so that in the day of trouble when he speak you are going to hear you are about to enter a bus which is going to cut your life short and because you have been training your spirit every day when he comes and he says do not enter this bus you would hear because you have prepared you have trained yourself to know the voice of the lord huh. there are a lot of you here some things have happened to you and then you came back and started saying things like oh the lord told me oh, hey i knew this i i knew somehow something was telling me you see you are still in that place you are talking with your life something is telling you <laughs> you are joking with your life you are saying something to me. what if you died <laughs> that is how that is what the training entails it is a matter of life and a matter of death it is a matter of life and death a matter of life and death i shared a story of a preacher who went to a certain village to share the word of the lord when he went there you see in that village they don't have toilet so if they wanted to use or they wanted to defecate they would need to go inside the bush so this particular preacher went into the bush and he was defecating and then a hunter with his gun saw this man defecating so he saw him to be a um an animal so he wanted to shoot him as the hunter pointed the gun this preacher did not see him but the voice of the lord came and said to him go down go down and the voice left the moment 
he heard the voice. He went down, and you see, as he was going down, it was the same time that the hunter shot, and the bullet went over his head, because you see, he has trained himself to obey the voice of the Lord instantly. Go down, and immediately he went down. What if he was still reasoning? What if he was still reasoning? Shall I go down? Is it God? He would have wasted his life. He would have died. And you see, you can't blame God. Sensitivity. 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 You think that the purpose, you see, one of the things that the Lord wants to do for you is to make you sensitive to His leading. So, in the day of trouble, He can help you to escape. So, listen to me. If the Lord did not take you through this process of you waking up to pray every day, of you waking up every day to hear His voice, to hear His word, and if you yourself, you escape from this class, or you stopped this training for some reason, and then you went to look for a shortcut, you see, Many people, they always like easy means, easy means. They don't want to follow or move according to the dealing of God. The Lord would want you to stay with Him in prayer. The Lord would want you to come to Him every day. But you see, you have found a different means to solve your problem. So because you found a different means to solve your problem, you became very, very rich. So rich. Your means worked. Your means and your ways worked. Somehow you became so rich. But... It is said of you that you got married in your car with your children and your wife, speeding, enjoying yourself, and you run into a truck, and that is the end of you. You know, the reason why you die like that is because you missed training. It is not the will of the Lord for his people to die anyhow you see but if the people of the Lord are not sensitive to his leading they are going to make foolish and costly mistakes some of them may be able to 
repair the mistakes and there are some mistakes that may not be able to be repaired there are mistakes there are some kind of mistakes that are costly you see you are in your predicament or current predicament as a result of something you missed or a message you missed from the lord that is why you have found yourself where you are today because you failed to heed the voice of the lord you are not sensitive enough to know what the lord was saying that is why you have put yourself in the mess where you have found yourself today so now let's forget about what have already happened in the past looking forward today he is training you so that the mistakes you made in the past you will not make them again so one of the dealings and the trainings he's going to bring to you is for you to learn to be sensitive to him you see so you are ready you are ready to the degree and you would not make mistakes to the degree that you are sensitive to that voice you see so many of you before you did something his spirit came to you and he was warning you 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 felt uncomfortable he was warning you but you see he did not listen and then when it happened you started crying you see he may try to help you if that mistake can be corrected but if it if it can't be corrected you live in that mistake for the rest of your life amen that is why it is very very important very very important to give heed to your training to pay attention to your training it is very very important very very important if you begin to jump out of the training of the spirit to look for a short means or an easy means to make things happen for you they may happen but you would have lost you know the things that i'm saying to you today these things are going to protect you if you take heed i don't want you to even try to begin to personalize what i'm saying because what i'm saying is being placed in my heart being placed in my spirit thank you jesus thank you jesus 
So now, the question is, how do you move from here? How do you move from this point that you have found yourself? How do you move from here? How do you move from here? The solution is still the voice of the Lord. The voice of the Lord. The solution is still that voice. The solution is still the leading of the Spirit. If you are going to become, you see, if you would become so great in the sight of the Lord, if you become so mighty in the service of the Lord, then one of your greatest training is to learn to follow the voice. 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 That is how we can come out from every predicament in which we are finding ourselves today. That is the best way. Learn to be sensitive to the spirit. Don't you see one of the reasons why our spirit cannot stay subject to the spirit of the Lord is because of our desires. Our desires oh, let me take my time to say this. If you have a high degree to fulfill your desires and if it is higher than the degree of you obeying God your desires would always be above the voice of God so you would not be able to hear the voice of the Lord even if the Lord speaks you would always see it through your desires. If you do not understand what I've just said, raise up your hand. So I will say it again. If you don't understand what I've just said, raise up your hand. So I can say it again in a different way. Okay. I said that Okay, listen carefully. If you have, um, I'm coming, I'm looking for the best way to put it so everybody can understand this because it's very, very important. And you see, this is the reason why a lot of people don't hear the voice of God. Now, I'm saying that, let's say, um, you have, um, help me Jesus, you, you want to, um, 
Let's say the Lord spoke to you, right? The Lord spoke to you. Not, but let's say you also have a certain thing or a certain desire in your heart. Now, there are two things. That desire that you have in your heart, it can be so high that you want it to come to pass by all means. You want that desire to come to pass by all means. That desire can be so high that, you see, the voice of your desire would now be higher than the voice of God. So even if God speaks and it doesn't come in the light of your desire, you think it is not God. You are likely to reject it. Do you understand? Do you understand? Do you understand it now? Okay. So, because the voice of our desires is so high, you see, we cannot follow the leading of the Spirit. So, one of the best things you can do for yourself somebody will say that uh, but I am doing the work of God it is the work of God that I am doing the best way to do the work of God is by obedience is by obedience not by your passion Uh no 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 no. yes (laughs) may the Lord help me to release this burden that is in my heart it is because you followed your desires that is why you are where you are right now uh, the reason why you found yourself in the situation where you have found yourself is because you followed your desires and you see because you followed your desires you are likely you can even waste about 10 years of your life before that voice would now come again you see the voice is always there but see as long as the voice of your desire is high you would not hear it so god in his mercy would now allow things to begin to happen to you when the things begin to happen to you your desires for that thing which you crave for will now begin to die you see things will begin to happen a lot of things can happen you may be disgraced you may a lot of things you may lose a lot of things can begin to happen you may even get pregnant when you are not supposed to get pregnant a lot of things will begin to happen And when those things begin to happen, ah, your desires will now begin to die. Your desires will now begin to die. Then, the voice of God will now become, will now start becoming clear to you. You see? But by that time, you might have wasted time. You might have wasted 20 years. 
You might have wasted 30 years and then you are now trying to catch up. So, listen to me. The voice of God is much more real. Much more real. It is wise to obey God because He sees the future and He knows the future. So, it is very, very wise to obey God. I ask for the grace tonight that your heart would always be opened towards the leading of the Spirit. Amen. So now, even if are you with me? As long as you are a child of God, even if all these things are going on, in it all, God will still be looking for a way to train you. He will still be finding a way to train you. He will still be looking for a way. Some of you, if some things did not happen to you, maybe we would have never crossed paths. Maybe you would not be here by now. Maybe you would be sleeping by now. You see, God would now use that thing that has gone wrong in your life to drive you back to Him. Yes, it is God. He would, you see, every time He is fighting to bring you back to Him. He's fighting to bring you back to him. That is what the Lord is doing. He's fighting to bring you back to him. There is a message I preach. When a believer sins, what happens when a believer sins? I would like you to find it and listen to it. It's on my podcast. Try to find it and listen to it. To really bless you. You see, the Lord will now come for you strongly. That in this calamity, you begin to journey back to Him. So, you see, don't try to, for example, a young lady goes into prostitution and then became pregnant. Now, don't don't try to make matters worse by now going to um, abort the child or kill the child or because you don't want people to know you are now pregnant <laughs> you will now find a means to remove it now if you try to remove judgment or something which the Lord wanted to use as a hammer to put you into shape. If you try to remove it, it means there is a lesson you would lose. Yes, a lesson you would lose. And you may never be able to get it again. The reason why Apostle Paul is Apostle Paul. And the reason why 
he labored. You see, to the degree that the devil used him, to the degree that which he went into darkness. In fact, he came out of it and he became a mighty tool. He saw what he did and he saw the pain he brought to the kingdom of God. If I have been so foolish to fight against you, Lord, now you have made me to realize that I'm a fool, that I'm fighting against you. Now, Lord, I am now going to serve you with all my heart. You have exposed me, you have revealed to me that this is the right path. So I am now going to follow or journey on this right path and serve you with all my heart. So every time Apostle Paul remembers that he was in Modra, he was even there, he was the ringleader to the death of Stephen. Every time he remembered, I am in Modra, I was in Modra, I was in Modra. You see, it propels him to now go and save souls. I killed souls, but now I will save souls. Do you see that? So, the calamities that we find ourselves, the Lord is going to use it as a tool to drag you up. To bring you up. Do not fear. Do not be shaken. For the Lord is faithful. Is faithful. Do not allow your heart to be troubled. The Lord is faithful. The Lord is faithful. The Lord cannot fail. We may even think we have failed and we are so useless. No. That is what you have told yourself. But that is not what God is saying. Amen. That is not what God is saying. God is seeing gold out of the ashes. He is seeing vessels of Hannah out of the ashes. But you see, if you now decide to say, Oh, I have finished. Oh, it's over. Oh, I can't do anything. Then you cut short the goodness of the Lord in your life. The Lord is forever good. Whether you follow Him or you don't follow Him, He will still come for you. He will still come for you. He will still come for you. Amen. Tonight, I want you to see the importance of your spiritual training. The importance of your spiritual training. And how you need to value it. Value it with all your heart. With all your heart.
this a training of the spirit if you do not have it there's no way you can have it now i want to show you something from god's word do you know what happened let me quickly open the bible is a very very sad story you know Look at Isaiah chapter 60 verse 17 Isaiah chapter 60 verse 17 Stay with me as i bring you this important word thank you jesus thank you jesus prepare first kings chapter 14 verse 26 okay it says for brass i will bring gold and for iron i will bring silver and for wood brass and for stones iron Now kindly display 1 Kings chapter 14 verse 26 1 Kings chapter 14 verse 26 Is this this is talking about King Rehoboam Is this and he took away the treasures of the house of the Lord and the treasures of the king's house He even took away all and he took away all the shields of gold which Solomon had made aha uh-huh. next verse 27 this is talking about king rehoboam hi and verse 27 and king rehoboam made in their stead brazen shields and committed them unto the hands of the chief of the guard which kept the door of the king's house 
You know, listen to me. When this king came into power, when this king came into power, he inherited gold. You see, when Solomon built the temple, it was so glorious, so, so glorious. But you know what this king did? Do you know what the king did? Hmm. Hmm. Now, before the kingdom was taken from Israel, Solomon was the last king of the united Israel. But you see, after the death of Solomon, something happened. Jeroboam and Jeroboam took after the kingdom. I don't want to read from verse 1 coming down. And Rehoboam also took part of the kingdom. But you see, The kingdom of Judah was not taken. It was kept because of David. And Rehoboam became the ruler of Judah. And during the days that he ruled as king, he should have protected Judah. But you see, he led Judah into evil, much evil. It was even in this time they started they now built more high places. These high places are altars, demonic altars, witchcraft ovens. And people who were given to lesbianism and gays committing different kind of abomination. And then as real bomb continued in this evil. The Lord decided to bring judgment upon him. And the judgment he decided to bring came through a king from Egypt called Shishak. Did you see the glorious temple that was built by Solomon? The man Shishak, you know, hush. See, you don't know what we can lose 
when we don't follow God, you don't know what you can lose when you don't follow God. Because Rehoboam decided to stay in evil and to build high places, to serve another God. Everything, the beautiful and the greatest temple ever that was built was brought to ashes, was brought to the ground. Everything in that temple was made of gold. But you see, Shishak came against Rehoboam. And what happened? That is what happened in verse 26. And he took away the treasures of the house of the Lord and the treasures of the kings, of the king's house. He even took away all. You guys, you didn't read it very well. You didn't read it very well. Can you display it again? Verse 26. Can you display verse 26? Let's all read it slowly. Verse 26. Let's all read slowly. It says, And he took away the treasures of the house of the Lord and the treasures of the king's house. He even took away all and he took away all the shields of gold which Solomon had made. Verse 27 And King Rehoboam now you Rehoboam you saw the glory the glory that was in the temple and now you cannot sustain it what did he do <laughs> and King Rehoboam made in their stead brazen shields what was there before? Gold. And now, brass. <laughs> and committed them unto the hands of the chief of the guard, which kept the door of the king's house. So what happened? Gold was exchanged for brass. That is what happens every time we fail to follow the voice of the Lord. Every time we fail to follow the voice of the Lord, that is going to happen. Gold is exchanged for brass. Gold is exchanged for brass. That's how important our training is. Our training. That is how important it is. Hmm. You know, after Israel went into captivity, after Israel went into captivity, you know, the temple was destroyed. The great temple was, was destroyed. Hmm. 
I want to show you something. I want to show you something. Israel chapter 3 verse 12. Israel the book of Israel chapter 3 verse 12. I want to show you something. Israel chapter 3 verse 12. You see after Israel went into captivity Babylon destroyed their things, destroyed their temple. And then what happened? They decided to build it again. What happened? Now read. But many of the priests and Levites and chief of the fathers who were ancient men that had seen the first house when the foundation of this house was laid before their eyes wept with a loud voice and many shouted aloud for joy now when the first house was made that was by king solomon and then he prayed and then the whole temple was filled with glory the everything there was made of gold beautiful temple <laughs> but one day everything was taken away and then they decided to build another one and yet when they saw it they lamented they wept you see that joy that they are shouting for is not that <laughs> the um new one is better than the old no at least they now have something go to the next verse go to the next verse you see when we don't learn to follow the voice of god all these things will begin to happen hmm. can you okay okay can we read that it says so that the people could not discern the noise of the shout of joy from the noise of the weeping of the people for the people shouted with a loud shout and the noise was heard afar off you see what was going on was that <laughs> when the elderly ones they saw the new temple they wept they wept they wept you see those people who did not see the new temple sorry who did not see the first temple they were they were satisfied they were satisfied but the glory has been lost you see because israel refused to follow god you see there are things that begin to happen when we don't yield we don't learn to follow the voice of the lord and as you are listening to me tonight you can make a strong decision for yourself you can decide for yourself 
that you would choose no matter what to learn to follow the leading of the spirit or you stay in training when we wake up every night to come here to pray don't see it lightly your life depends upon it the decision you are going to make tomorrow depends upon it are you with me oh. are you guys sleeping or you are here see the decision you will be making it will depend on the training that you have received amen amen so now after the woman was caught in the heart of adultery they were going to kill her they took stones and everything you see she has destroyed her life she has destroyed you are a married woman but yet you are sleeping with another man so they were about to stone her and the lord jesus spoke up for her now after this the lord jesus christ said to her he said woman go and sin no more he said what less a greater thing should come upon you amen so now the voice of the lord reached this woman in the lowest point and you see the wisest thing that she can do at that time is to hold on to that voice is to hold on to that voice this written in my heart it is not being released accordingly i'm praying for utterance that this thing would be revealed the way the lord wants it to be revealed to you tonight i don't know but i believe there are some people here whom the lord is speaking to amen the exchange brass for gold <laughs> some people they went into marriage because the man is tall <laughs> they went into marriage because the man was tall the exchange brass for gold They went in marriage because the man was rich. They exchanged brass for gold. Brass for gold. Some men even went into marriage because the lady was so beautiful. Exchanging brass for gold. You see, when reality dawns on you that is when you now see that oh i have made a mistake you 
You see, at that time, you just need to stay in that training. Though you've made a mistake, but you see, the way to come out of it should not be your own way. Follow him again. Follow the voice of the Lord. You see, it was your own desire that took you into it. But now, it is the voice of the Lord that will bring you out of it. I am repeating again. Yes, somebody here. They have placed death on your head spiritually. You know, when we started our program here, I said that. But the vision is repeating again, is coming again. It's because the Lord is having mercy. The Lord is having mercy. If you are here and then you have been troubled by death, you have been troubled by death, always dreaming of death, that you are dying, and people are telling you you are going to die. The Lord said, I should pray for you, for that thing to be taken over your head, for that thing to be removed from your head. Amen. I'm going to pray for you. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I ask, because you don't want this person to die, I ask, that covering of death over the life of this one be removed now in the mighty name of Jesus. I release life to you now in the mighty name of Jesus. I release life to you now in the mighty name of Jesus. I release life to you now in the mighty name of Jesus. You would not die. You would not die. You would not die. You would not die for your time. You would not die. You would not die. You would not die. You would not die in the mighty name of Jesus. Wherever you are, the anointing of the Lord is coming upon you now. It's going to come upon you. And the anointing is going to break the yoke of death that has been set into motion. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Train. Training. 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 We are free. You are free now. I see you are free now. You are free now. That thing has been removed. You are free now. You are free now. Thank you, Jesus. Training. 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 The training of the Spirit. You will not give it for anything because your next decision depends on the training that you are receiving today. That is why if you use all your life 
to go after things and think that everything that is important is only material things. You get to the end of your life and then you look back and you see how foolish you have become. You see how you've wasted your time. One wrong decision can take 20 years out of your life. One wrong decision. It can take 20 years out of your life. I'm praying for somebody here. May the will of darkness not prevail over your life in the mighty name of Jesus. May the will of darkness not prevail over your life in the mighty name of Jesus. May the will of darkness not prevail over your life in the mighty name of Jesus. Listen to me. Listen to me. One of the greatest prayers you will pray for yourself is that God, do not allow my desires to become stronger than your voice in my life. Because, you see, if your desires become stronger than the voice of God, you would never hear it. You would never hear the voice. And even if he speaks, because it is not according to your desire, you would reject the voice. You would reject the voice. And by so doing, a lot of people have gone into captivity. You see, the voice of the Lord, first of all, it looks like bondage because it is stopping you. You know, a lot of people, they don't want to pray concerning some certain things because they know if they should pray, God will now come and say no. And they don't want God to say no. They want God to say yes. <laughs> Let me tell you the story of a man. I was in my room one night and then the Lord showed me a certain dream concerning a man. And you see, this man was busy praying concerning his marriage. And the Lord showed me the woman in that dream. So I saw the woman whom the Lord have assigned to this man. And you see, the Lord gave me all the points. You see, the following day, I called the man and I narrated these things to him. And he was like, oh, I was praying concerning my marriage yesterday night. Praying. And then I told him, see, look, this is the woman that I saw. Do you know what? I gave him the complexion and everything. You see, but you see, he had a desire for a certain woman. And this woman was not fair. This woman was dark. He had a desire for this woman. And he tried to make some of the things in the dream to match what he was seeing in the woman. 
And he even tried to convince me that, see, it is this woman. It is this woman. I am sure she's the one. She's the one. You know, I did not say anything. Because, you see, we cannot try to defend God. If we have given you the message, that is the message. Whatever you are going to do with the message, it's up to you. I'm not the one who is going to marry the woman. You are going to marry the woman. Fast forward. They got married. He got married to the woman. <laughs> Some strange things begin to happen. His ministry died. He separated himself from his ministry. Fast forward. The Lord started showing me dream of this man and the woman. Because the man came to me in the dream and was like, Oh, please help me. Something like that. I could see the man was sick. But the woman in that dream was happy, living, enjoying. <laughs> now, at this point now, what do you want me to do? You want me to go and do 10 days fasting? I won't do that. I can't even do it. You see? Because at the time when the Lord spoke, you rejected the voice of the Lord. You rejected the voice. Once you reject God's voice, it means you have signed you have signed for temporal enjoyment but a permanent suffering and you may live with it for the rest of your life. Amen. Tonight, I want to pray for you because I will leave you right now. I will leave you right now. I want to pray for you. As many people who have gotten into difficult situations, difficult situations as a result of disobedience, the exchange was for good. Tonight, I am asking for mercy. I want you, wherever you are, if you can, Go down on your knees and say, Father, be merciful unto me. Be merciful unto me. Though I have wasted my life, but you can still help me. I still trust you. I still trust you. Brass for gold. Give me back my gold, O Lord. Give me back my gold. Give me back my gold. I don't want to live a life of regret. I don't live a life of sorrow. Father, be merciful. Be merciful. Be merciful. Be merciful. Be merciful. Be merciful.
Pray, 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 be merciful, pray. Open my eyes to be able to discern right from wrong. Do not make me to make a costly mistake. Father, if you would help me now, if you would help me, I will be faithful to you for the rest of my life. I will be faithful to you if you would help me. If you will help me, I'll be faithful. I'll be faithful. I'll be faithful. I would be faithful. I would be faithful. I would be faithful. I would be faithful. Be merciful. Be merciful. Brass for gold. Hi. Brass for gold. Be Tonight, may mercy rest on your head. May the crown of mercy alight on your head in the mighty name of Jesus. See, there are some of you, even as I'm talking, the Lord is telling me, you see, there are some of you, even as I'm talking, the Lord is telling me, you have already made mistake. <laughs> you have already made mistake. <laughs> you see, some people are like, ah, somebody is saying, somebody is saying, don't make us afraid. <laughs> it's better 
I make you afraid here. And for you to go and make a mistake, that will destroy your life forever. Let me make you afraid. No, let me give you one more point and then we close for today. Now, the man saw, the man saw, you see, the Lord wanted to lead the Israelites by himself. He wanted to be their king. He wanted to rule over them. You see, but they decide that they wanted the king. So what did he do? He decided to give them a king. He looked for a tall man, handsome man. He gave them the desires of their heart. Are you with me? Follow me. So that was how the man saw came into the light, the, the, the limelight. Samuel anointed him to be king. How glorious, how powerful the man was. It was the man that David used his sword to cut his garment and wept all night just for cutting the hem of his garments. This was a man whom when he died, David mourned. David mourned. He said, couldn't the mountains of Gibor have fought for the anointed? How can the anointed die this way? Hmm. Do you know how it all started? Disobedience. Disobedience. The Lord told Samuel to tell the Israelites that when they go and fight this um, war, that they should not take anything. They should not take anything. I'm trying to open for you in my Bible that will be found in Samuel First Samuel chapter 15 
first Samuel chapter 15. God goes are you there? Let's start from um Okay, let me just give you the background because of time. You know, the Lord told them that they should go and fight against um, the Amalekites, the Amalekites, and destroy everything. They should not. Okay, let's start from verse. Let's start from verse nine. God's let's start from verse nine. So there was a warning that Saul should destroy everything. Everything. Let's start from verse 9. But Saul and the people spared Agag and the best of the sheep and of the oxen and of the fatlings and the lambs and all that was good and would not utterly destroy them but everything that was fine and refused that it destroyed utterly. Next verse. Let's be fast, please. Next verse. Then came the word of the Lord unto Samuel, saying, It repented me that I have set up Saul to be king. The day that God would lament over your life. That it pains me that I have called. I don't want to use somebody's name here. Elijah to be king. He says, For he is then back from following me. Every time you disobey God. You see the way the Lord laments. He says, He is turned back from following me and had not performed my commandment. And it grieved Samuel. And he cried unto the Lord all night. You see, this was the first mistake that this man made. Now, go to verse 19. This was the first mistake that he made. Okay, before we read verse 19, can you display verse 14? I want the people to see what the point. Then we go to verse 19. Verse 14. It says, And someone said, What minute then this bleating of the sheep in my ears? And the lowing of the oxen which I hear. So it was told you so. Destroy everything. Do not allow anything to live. But he disobeyed God. Now go to verse 19. Okay, it's already there. It says, Wherefore then didst thou not obey the voice of the Lord? I am asking you today. I'm asking you guys. 
Why didn't you obey the voice of the Lord? But did fly upon the spoil, you see, Saul had a desire. God said, destroy everything, you see. But Saul, Saul saw the, the cattle, ah, they were so fat and full of meat. He saw the beautiful ladies, the virgins. They were so pretty. We can't destroy these ones. He had a desire. He had a strange desire. So because of his desire, he rejected the voice of God. Did you see? This? Wherefore then didst thou not obey the voice of the Lord? That was the first mistake. Now look at verse 20. Look at verse 20. How arrogant he was. Are you guys here or you've slept? Look at verse 20. Can you show me verse 20? And Saul said unto Samuel, Yea, I have obeyed, yea, I have obeyed the voice of the Lord. And have gone the way which the Lord sent me. Is that true? Look at what Saul is saying. Is it true? He says, I have obeyed. Do you see arrogance? That is how we are. Most of us, that is how we are. That is how we are. When we disobey God, we now try to um, justify ourselves. Because at that time, everything is still going fine everything is still going nice so when the prophet says oh you disobey god me i did not disobey god even last week i got a new car even last month i got a new house in fact as i'm talking to you billions are in my account let me tell you blessing is not a sign that you're obeying god oh Material things is not a sign that you are obeying God. So, because you are becoming much more successful, is not a sign that you are obeying God. <laughs> so, he was bragging. Hey, do you know why he was bragging? Because he felt that the Lord... It was the Lord who gave him the victory. And even if the Lord gave him the victory, he took some things. And if he had taken the things, the Lord would have made his enemies to defeat him. But because he was not defeated, and he did the wrong thing, and he was not defeated, he began to justify himself. That is why that word in Proverbs says, it says because the, word, the fool is not quickly um, I've forgotten the word I was used. Because he is not quickly, um, or, you see, he's not, let me just say, disciplined. You see, because he is not quickly, because judgment comes slow. The fool, he will increase his disobedience because judgment comes slow. Now, look at verse 21 
and verse 22 and 23. Then we are done. Verse 21, 22, and 23. Let's be fast. But the people took of the spoil, sheep and oxen, the chief of the things which would have been utterly destroyed, to sacrifice unto the Lord thy God in Gilgal. Look at what he said. He said, we took those things so that we can sacrifice it. We want to sacrifice. Now, that is why I'm saying that. I always tell you, most of you, I always speak to you. Those of you who are close to me. Sorry. Amen. I always speak to you that it is not about what you are doing. It's about your obedience. Some of you, you think that you should jump here and do this and do that and, and if you can do a lot of things, you'll be pleasing the Lord. No. <coughs> Look at and someone said, had, verse 22, and someone said, had the Lord as great delight in burnt offering and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord, behold, to obey is better than sacrifice, and to hacking than the fat of rams. For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft, and stubbornness is as iniquity. He says, Because thou hast rejected the word of the Lord, he has also rejected thee from being king. He has also rejected thee from being king. Brass for good. He has rejected <laughs> Did you see that? Did you see that? You want to? <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. I believe you saw it. You see, instead of Samuel to even repent, Instead of him to repent, do you know what he did? When it was time for sacrifice, you are not a priest. You ought to wait for the priest, Samuel, to come and make the sacrifice. You quickly made the sacrifice because he was delaying. You quickly made the sacrifice. You see, when we look at the life of Saul, there are mistakes that he made. You see, he thought that if he should make the sacrifice, he would make God happy. He wanted to make God happy. Your disobedience can never please God. It is not possible. Your disobedience would never please God. Even if in that disobedience, you are getting wealth in that oh, 
Let me tell you something. Success is not a sign of obedience. Success in life is not a sign of obedience. And suffering is also not a sign of disobedience. And suffering is also not a sign of obedience. You see, the key is in obeying. Don't say, I am, I am prospering so. No, because you are prospering doesn't mean you are 